You're listening to the Athletic Motion Golf Podcast. I'm Mike Renato, and I'm here with my good buddy and co-founder in AMG, Sean Webb. We have one goal with this podcast, to help you improve your game. We're going to do that by showing you what the best players in the world do, and then show you how to incorporate those same moves into your own swing. And we're going to do it all in 15 minutes or less. Today's episode is brought to you by Live View Golf. We use the Live View Pro every day in lessons because it gives our golfers the necessary feedback for improvement. The Live View Pro is like having a swing studio in your pocket. It's a tool we recommend to anyone serious about improving their swing. Check it out at liveviewsports.com backslash AMG to get $40 off at checkout. All right, Sean, we got our stopwatch going, 15 minutes on the clock. Today's topic uh, will help a lot of golfers. It's something that we see probably not in every lesson, but we see it several times a day. And it's how golfers with either irons and or driver, it's how they rotate the club face in the backswing or in the takeaway, going to the top of the backswing, starting the downswing, and then coming into impact. We see two distinctly different movement patterns, we'll call them, between pros and AMs with regards to club face rotation. And this is in no way has to do with flexibility, age, fitness, any of those things. This is more of a understanding of what should happen and then the skill to practice it, make it happen. Cause there's not really a, a physical reason other than the extremes of, you know, arms or hand issues or limb issues where a, guy who's a 10 handicap sitting here listening to this podcast can't all of a sudden start to move as certainly at slow at first start to move his club like some of the best players in the world regard with regards to club face rotation yeah i think most of the issues just they have poor concepts you know when you first pick up a golf club and look at that club face the first thing you think is well maybe i need to keep it pointed at the ball the whole time because you think, you know, you know, a lot of beginner golfers, they also think the swing is basically a straight line. So they try to keep the club on the target line and they keep it shut, um, you know, basically the whole backswing. And obviously that, that causes some major issues. They just don't understand how it needs to rotate and how much during the swing. And I think, you know, having a decent grip is part of it. Uh, when, when you grip the club poorly, obviously you have no control of the club face. So, you know, if you're not, if you take a golf lesson and the golf pro doesn't at least take a look at your grip, you know, you might have some different rotations of the hands, but just fundamentally how, where the club is in the hand, um, is, is such a massive deal to, you know, before we even talk about club face, if your hands aren't on there correctly, you, you have really no chance. Yeah. And you can check out episode two of the podcast for grip. I mean, it was, mm-hmm. it was one of our top two podcasts to do because it's that important. And I would say, don't want to spend a lot of time on the grip in this talk, but I would say that how it's in the hands is probably as important or maybe more important than, you know, is it a little strong or is it a little weak or is it, you know, overlap or underlap? It's where the actual grip sits in your fingers or in the base of your hands has such an important role to how you can move the face around. I mean, I, I'm even, I mean, when I hit ball, I'm starting to, for some reason I got the golf bug again. I think my back's been feeling a little bit better. And then, you know, just learning about the swing more and more that as Mike and I, 
you know, look at really good swings and I just have a better understanding of what I'm supposed to be doing. So it's, it's, you know, it gets fun, right. To go out and hit balls. And, um, you know, like today I was hitting balls a little bit earlier and, you know, I even took a look at my grip. It was getting a little bit palmy, you know, it just, you start setting up in a way, you know, maybe your posture gets a little bit too tall and then the club feels better when it's higher in your hand and the palm. And all of a sudden the, my club face goes back and opens too much when I do it. So instead of shutting it, I roll it open at the top and I've really got no chance from there. Yep. Uh, it's a big deal. It's a Absolutely. really big deal. And it takes, again, it takes, this whole topic doesn't take physical talent. It, it takes the right concept and some awareness and, and you can have a really good golf swing with good club face control. All right, so we got a grip on there good, hopefully. Mm-hmm. And we're starting to move the club now in the takeaway and we'll define the takeaway as when that shaft is first parallel to the ground in the backswing. Yeah, we call that checkpoint two in the swing check system. Checkpoint two in the golf swing, right? Checkpoint one being address. So mm-hmm. what we see all the time with our pros is when they hit that checkpoint two, when that shaft is parallel to the ground, if you're looking at them from down the line, so you're looking at the target and the golfers between you and the target, their club face, you know, if you had one of those little magnetic pointers sticking off the club face. I love those, pointer, by the way. Yeah, that, and, and you can make one of those at home. Just grab one of your longest golf tees, put some tape around it, and stick it to your face. Uh, it's, it's a really good exercise to get used to at least checking your swing, if not correcting your swing with regards to face rotation. Because you can, it's just, the golf club sometimes with different lofts, it's just hard to tell exactly where the face is pointing. Mm-hmm. So that, that tee stuck to your club face will give you a really good yeah feel for where that face is pointing. But it's straight. That, it's starting straight out from the club face, right? If you can imagine, exactly, it's ninety coming, degrees to yep, the club face. Like yep, a pointer straight out of the middle of the face. That's exactly right. If you had a laser coming right out of your face, that would match that T. So, what that magnetic pointer is doing is it's it's basically laying horizontal to the ground when the shaft is horizontal to the ground. So the face isn't all the way toe up; it's just slightly, a little toe down, slightly, but it's also not looking at the ground. Mm-hmm. And that's the big difference between we see or that we see between pros and amateurs. Amateurs will, in an effort to square it at impact, they'll say, okay, I'm just not going to open it at all. And they'll keep it shut. That right hand gets high and they're guaranteeing they're going to have a hard time in the downswing. Yeah. If you overshut it going back, just from teaching thousands and thousands of golf lessons, the guy that overshuts it going back, a lot of times he's so shut, like at the max of his range of motion with his wrists, that he has to twist it the other way coming down. So ideally, you know, to get the club face better at impact, you want to have it pretty neutral at that checkpoint two, which is just shaft parallel. So coming out of the top, you have the ability to twist on it a little bit in the closed direction, If, which is why I'm not a huge fan of like just bowing the wrist as you go to the top. Because a lot of times if you maximize that bowing of the left wrist for right-handed golfers, you nine times out of 10, if you're not really strong, you're going to twist it back the other way and it faces, it's get the opposite effect to what you want. So it works like that a lot in golf. You never want to reach the max range of motion because you want to have some slack to go in the direction you want to go in as the club moves. So, I mean, I yeah. think about that a lot with my swing. Like, what am I trying to do here? I don't want to max that out on the backswing because then I can't, I can't, I, 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 it was going to make me undo it too much coming down, if that makes sense. I'm, I'm having a hard time thinking of, I mean, somebody may be able to do it. I can't think of anything 
really significant in the golf swing that you can hold it in position early and keep it there the whole swing. Mm -mm. People try to do it all the time. It just, it's not the way to do it. Like we see people do that with shaft lean at setup. We see people do that with, you know, a strong closed club face at setup. We see them do it with all sorts of things open, even setting up way open, think they can get back there and kind of keep it there. Like you have to move to these places in the golf swing. Motion. It's all motion. Yes. You can't set it up. In fact, if you set it up that way, you're almost guaranteeing you'll move the opposite way. We see that all the time with early extenders. They'll, in an effort to not early extend, they'll throw their butt way behind their heels. You're guaranteeing you're going to early extend when you do that. Yeah, they so set up the, really squatty. Like the early yep. extension is a great point. You set up really squatty. I'm trying not to stand up. 100% of the time, that person is going to stand up because yep. they're trying to hold it. Like you, you hit the nail on the head. You can't move in those extreme positions, Mm-mm. whether it's wrist angles, whether it's elbow positioning or whatever you, you, you have to kind of be in, in that kind of, you say it all the time. It's the, uh, you know, the plain vanilla in the middle of the road, in the mm-hmm. middle of those windows, be in those movement windows. So then you can bounce back and forth off the guardrails of a little too much or a little, uh, too little, a little too little. There you go. Mm-hmm. Uh, Understood. But you. if you're in the middle you've got room to move. You know, when, if you, when you drive your car, if you're in the middle of the lane, you know, you got a little fudge room on both sides. If, if you're always driving with one tire over the center line, you're going to be in trouble most of the time. It's no different with the golf swing. So that's takeaway. Then we see that you already touched it. When you're going up to the top with that overly shut face, your right arm gets in such a bad dominant position that it's always going to fold and collapse at the top. Mm-hmm. And we see the pros, they're flexing that right arm early because they allowed the club face to rotate open so they can create width at the top rather than folding it and collapsing it on themselves. It's, it's, all, it's the same story over and over again. You try to exaggerate something to keep it from doing it and you're going to end up doing it more at the top. Like, like, if I, like say, length of backswing. I'm trying to shorten my backswing so I'm going to keep my arm straight and lock my wrist. 100% of the time, that person at the top is going to overfold their right arm and overfold their wrist and cup the left wrist Yes. Maximally, which is going to open the club face. So you want to just start putting things in gradual, start getting the, um, start swinging the club back. So it starts rotating gradually, right? Not wide open and don't slam it shut. And then coming out of the top, you'll have a little bit of slack. So you can start shutting it a little bit with a little bit of wrist, like flex with the left wrist or bowing it a little bit. And then it starts coming out at the ball. It's this constant motion that's happening that creates the golf swing. It's not, locking anything in place early and holding it. It's, it's this constant flowing that happens that creates these nice swings and, and gets you to hit the ball at the target. Right. We see golfers all the time and it, you know, it kind of makes sense at first. Uh, maybe the golfer is got a really bad habit of just fanning the club face wide open in the backswing. Right. So they've been told the fix for that is to do the complete opposite. Keep it dead shut. Like both of those are problems. You're not going to fix one problem by just swapping it out for another problem. You're just going to have a different set of problems. Same thing. We always hear it with slide. This golfer slides too much. So the fix for that is just to hang back on the back leg. That's not a fix for sliding. Learning the proper movements is a fix for sliding and when to do it. And it's the same thing with what we're talking about here with face angle. Fanning it open is no good. Keeping it shut is no good. You, like you said, you want to learn the proper movement for that. And it's somewhere in the middle. If you can operate somewhere in the middle with about everything in the golf swing, you're going to really enjoy playing golf. Yeah. 
especially with a decent grip at the top of the swing, you know, we just tell people if you got a decent grip and you get to the top of the swing, you basically have a fist with your left hand mm. for a right-handed golfer. You're going to have a little bit of cup in the back of the left wrist, maybe tiny. It might look flat for all intents and purposes, but if you look at a fist, it's okay to have a little bend in the back of your wrist because that gives you some room coming down to flex it or to bow it a little, mm-hmm. which starts square in the face. So if, if you can say, okay, I know it needs to be basically toe up at, shaft parallel and then at the top i'm gonna have a fist with my left wrist the club face will basically match your left arm you're 99 percent of the way there as far as what you need to be doing with the club face exactly right and i think one of the one of the concepts that when golfers get to the top let's say you get to the top in a good spot we see over and over especially with mid to higher handicap players is there's an urge to start showing the face to the target. Start showing the face to the ball right out of the top. Uh, I, my guess for that would be because that's what they're trying to hit. So let's show the face to it early. What you see good players do is turn the face away from the target coming out of the top. Mm-hmm. So they're they're doing that. I've heard it called a reverse motorcycle move there. Like they're they're twisting that face away from the target rather than showing the face to the target at the initial parts of the downswing. And if you can do that move there and just practice it in front of a mirror, you're so far on your way to having shaft lean because nobody's going to lean the shaft if the face is open. Mm-mm. And higher handicapped golfers, lesser skilled golfers, play with open club faces. So you can't just fix shaft lean if that face is coming down open. You will never lean the shaft with an open face. No, and you're just going to tie yourself in knots trying to do it. Absolutely. So I I would think that's the big takeaway here. It's getting to the top in a way that has allowed the face to rotate enough, kind of naturally rotate enough to where it's horizontal to the ground at checkpoint two when the shaft's parallel to the ground. You want the face pretty much pointing horizontal to the ground. Then allow that to continue to the top to where as you mentioned, you kind of have that that look where you always told me that you feel like you're punching the sky, mm-hmm. right? where you have that fist to the sky. And like you said, there'd be a couple degrees of cup in it, flat, doesn't matter. Somewhere in there, you're, you're, you're fine either way. And then it's getting that rotation, that face. If you just think of the face rotation to move away from the target, look behind you rather than towards the target, you're going to do a lot of really cool things in the downswing that are going to show up down there by impact. Absolutely. That, that one of the, probably one of the magic moves is that first move out of the top of the club face kind of moves back behind you. Like mm-hmm. b- think of a wall behind you moves back behind you and rotates away from you a little bit. That will allow the club to start lowering and start squaring. So then, you know, your body can start rotating and bringing the club back out in front of you. Um, and you don't have to struggle with that flip and scoop and everything that you've been having to do because the club is so open coming down. Exactly. Right. So, the takeaway, we got about 30 seconds left. The takeaway is don't be afraid of rotating the club face early in the golf swing. That's when it should happen. And then yes. don't be afraid of turning the face away from the target starting the downswing because that's when it should happen. You do both of those, you're going to be in a really good shape. Unless you do something goofy, you're going to be in really good shape down there by the ball. Yes, sir. All right, Sean, five seconds left. What do we need to do or what do we hope they do? Hey guys, if, if you're enjoying these, please uh, subscribe to the podcast. Uh, it helps other people 
find the podcast. And if you really enjoy it, please leave us a review. Uh, We're trying to help as many golfers as possible, and you can help us do that. Love it. All right, guys, we'll see you on the next one.